Welcome back to the podcast. In the feed tonight is an actual play recording of a Dungeon Crawl Classics game I was able to get together. The players were Josh, Brian, and Rainier. This is what's called a zero-level funnel, where each player takes on the roles of four characters each, with the intent of having at least one of them make it out alive. This scenario is a planet-hopping adventure. Those of you familiar with the old Spelljammer campaign put out by TSR many years ago will have some idea of how this goes. I draw from several fanzines that are devoted to Dungeon Crawl classics. Crawljammer, Crawling Under a Broken Moon, and Crawl! Exclamation mark, are all great fanzines, giving lots of new materials and settings for the DCC game. So here you go. I call this scenario Recruitment Day. Enjoy. Now, this is the uh, first time I've been able to run DCC, so uh, hopefully I won't have to do much rules working up or looking up. I've got my little charts here. I should bring it back uh, But if I need to, I apologize in advance, and uh, it'll smooth out as we go. <laughs> uh, can I actually get a change on a couple of these character stats? Sure. Uh, Reggie Wellman, sorry, Reggie Wellman, Wellman, Leck, uh, should have uh, 10 luck, and Remy Fairfoot has 15. All right. I see if you can mistake. edit. See if you can edit them yourselves. Oh, uh, I can. What do you yeah. know? There you go. Handy, handy, handy. Okay. As the GM, I will be rolling the dice uh, on roll twenty. Uh, roll it all out in the open so you can see what happens. <laughs> uh, you guys are feel free to roll your own dice, though. It's fine by me. Curious to see if Mortimer lives or not. Every uh, character we've had named Mortimer at my table has died horrifically <laughs> in, in, in any game. And yet you keep choosing the name. Yeah, well, it's, it's been different players. It's the first Mortimer I've played, so I'm going to see if I can break, break the, the streak. streak. But All it's right. DCC, so chances are, are not exceptionally honest. low. Exceptionally low. You should play the fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons if you don't want to survive. There you go. Okay, well, uh, we are playing Dungeon Crawl Classics using the Crawl Jammer, uh, as well as Crawling Under a Broken Moon and the Crawl! Exclamation mark <laughs> magazines. Um, I put in the wiki what uh, which rules we'll be using from those, but really it's not going to make much of a difference for zero-level characters. Uh, there's no changes that we need to be concerned about just yet. Um, is everybody ready to go? Tasty beverage at hand. Upset. Ready. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are going to start uh, in media res, and we will go back and uh, introduce characters uh, after the start here. So um, you guys are just collecting yourself after uh, a very difficult landing. Uh, You were on uh, a path from being collected at your... uh, (laughs) your worlds of choice, where your characters uh, came from. Uh, Essentially... The crawl jammer all takes place within the our our Earth solar system, uh, so the fantasy world that you guys would come from would essentially be Earth. Okay, uh, we're going to the moon on a ship called the Starlighter, and why you are all here, we'll get to in just a moment. But you were attacked en route, and your cra- your ship has crashed on the moon on the dark side. You were headed. Uh, to the other side, where the base of the Perilous League uh, is stationed and where you were going for training. You guys are in the third-class bunks, <laughs> packed in like sardines. Could be why you survived the uh, the tumult and the being knocked around by the landing. Uh, 
lights have flickered. Uh, you you're now have just a little bit of light that's being cast by uh, globes that are on your ceilings. They've been magicked up so that they uh, cast a little bit of light. Uh, so you find yourself in this uh, uh, 6x10 room in the hold of the Starlighter. Uh, you know that you were attacked by something. You don't know what. And you know you've crashed in a place you shouldn't be. And now we will do uh, characters here. Let's uh, let's start with Brian. First of all, are any of your characters convicts? <laughs> no. Not mine. Okay. Um Go ahead and just uh, just tell us each of your characters' names and what his profession was uh, before boarding here. You guys would have all had uh, a little bit of time together getting to know each other somewhat. Oh, we have Adric Stonecleaver, who in his uh, previous occupation was a dwarven stonemason. Uh, Devin Guard, a woodcutter. Reggie Wallman, a costermonger, uh, which was a fruit stand seller. And Reggie Fairfoot, who was a halfling chicken butcher. All right, and Joshua. I have uh, Ornelia, Cornelius Applebucket, also a costermonger. Uh, Mortimer Tombs, a gravedigger. Wolfric Snargelfang, uh, urchin who was apparently raised by wolves. <laughs> and Parsnip Blue Hands, a halfling dyer. All right, any of yours, convicts? Um. Uh, Wolfric the Urchin may have been picked up once or twice, but I don't imagine he's currently okay. in- incarcerated. All right, fair enough. And uh, Rainier. Fallon Blacktooth, a grave digger extraordinaire who loves uh, digging graves in the winter, apparently. Uh, Pharaoh Redbeard, a dwarven stonemason. Regis Blackdice, who has on occasion run afoul of the law. Um, possibly knowing one of the others that may be uh, into skullduggery of any sort. And then Foster Green Socks at Wainwright. Okay. So one of yours uh, may have been in trouble with the law before, but he's not here because he's a convict. Correct. Okay, very good. Uh, and also, I, I should say, uh, I should introduce yourselves. Uh, Rainier? Yes, hi. <laughs> yep. Uh, and... So you get used to the voice. Yes, exactly. And uh, Joshua. That's me right here. Again. And Brian. Hi, folks. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. This will be our players for now. If we have any joined later on, uh, I may or may not inflict them through a funnel. <laughs> we shall see. So the conceit of all of this is you all are have agreed to join the Perilous League, which is a... Much extolled and much, uh, taunted about by bards far and wide group of explorers that, uh, of all places, uh, have their base on the moon. And occasionally, occasionally, they put out a call for trainees as, uh, when their base of league explorers gets just a little too low or they've got, uh, too many explorations that need happening, they sometimes need manpower. Uh, all of you have answered uh, an ad in one town or another. Uh, did anyone did anyone get a chance to read the little blurb I put at the beginning of the Obsidian Portal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes, you met your recruiter, and you're port, uh, aboard this fabulous ship. And yes, it looks just like a normal sailing ship. However, it sails between the stars. Uh, some heavy magic involved here. So none of you will have any real experience with things... Uh, 
overly scientific or uh, technology-wise. Uh, you're all coming from you know your basic fantasy environment. Uh, this ship is, of course, just a marvelous, magical invention to your minds. Um, so, uh, everyone's just uh, coming, collecting themselves here uh, in the hold of the Starlighter. Uh, what do you do? Well, there's only one way out, right? <laughs> You've got one door to the cabin, yes. Well, why don't uh, one of the other players have one of their characters try and open the door? Wolfric is has been cooped up in here way too long, and he has just <laughs> got cabin fever bad, so he will leap for the door and rip it open. Uh, the door is actually uh, up, uh, as it seems that your ship is capsized. Uh, so oh. <laughs> you reach up and you push open the panel on the door. Uh, you know from uh, some talking about the crew that uh, if any of you were convicts, this door would likely have been barred and locked from the other side. Uh so you push yourself up through the entryway, and you're looking down the corridor of the ship. You see uh, several bodies, unmoving, uh, laying here and there. You also see huge rents in the wood and in the hull of the ship as well. Uh, yep, there you go. So uh, nothing... Uh... Here, help me up. <laughs> the dwarf uh, reaches, extends his hand, trying to jump up to reach the door. Parsnip uh, the halfling will help you ineffectively. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the humans can help the uh, the demi-humans up, right? Seems sure. Likely. Yep. So we'll just form a little pyramid, and they'll clap us and get out. Mm-hmm. Right, you should find yourself in the uh, hull of the ship. Uh, it seems that it's uh, listing definitely to the prow. It seems like uh, you're on your side, and the, and the prow is uh, stuck. Uh, into the ground a bit. Uh, if you look forward, actually, you see a gaping hole and uh, what used to be the lower hold, front hold of the ship. Uh, it seems that you have broken the crust uh, on the surface of the moon and uh, it kind of dangles down into blackness below you there. Uh, it seems to be a hollow spot that you've penetrated through. Okay. Through the rents? Uh, yes. Okay. How, how hmm. wide are the rents? Uh, three or four men length across. Okay, so enough to get through. Oh, certainly. Uh, Mortimer Tombs, the gravedigger, is going to go uh, loot through the first body he sees there because gravedigger, he figures they don't need it anymore. <laughs> He's good. buried plenty of dead people. All right. Uh, well, Mortimer, uh, you're able to uh, pull out. Uh, the guy, has, uh, he's got a sword strapped to his, ri- uh, to his waist. He also has uh, an odd contraption on his uh, left waist as well. Uh, for your benefit, uh, I'm not going to describe a, a, a firearm. It is a flintlock. Okay. <laughs> of course, your character is not quite sure what this is. What kind of sword? Short, long? Uh, short sword. Um, he will toss the short sword to Wolfric, because Wolfric looks big and strong. Um, can I make any kind of like intelligence check to see if I can figure out this strange contraption? Um, sure. Yeah. Make Look it in the a... strange-looking hole and pull the trigger. Yes, I wonder what this does. <laughs> uh, this would be an untrained roll, so uh, do it as a D10. a D10, and you can add a bonus if you have uh, a bonus for your stat. Uh, it passes for Mortimer intelligence. Yep. All right. I know how many bodies were there. Uh, there are three bodies down here. Uh, oh, you, now you're at the bottom of the hold, so there are there are two more. Uh, holds up and in the top deck as well. Mm. I rolled a four. Okay. So, um, I'm guessing that doesn't do it. 
Uh, no, not quite. Uh, by how it's long on his waist, you figure it's some kind of weapon. Uh, can't quite figure out, uh, how it works. Lucky for you, uh, it wasn't a critical fail. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'll have my group or, um, uh, previously all poker, uh, players together. Uh, they'll check out another one of the bodies. Nice. Sure. Uh, same thing. Uh, you're going to pull out a short sword and another one of these uh, strange devices. All right, I will see if my... I'll have... Um, who picks it up? I'll say Devon Guard will try figure out the firearm himself. Sure. Go ahead. Same thing. And it rolls a five. Okay. Uh, yeah, five. It's, it's not too complicated. I mean, you're looking at it. It has a trigger, much like a crossbow does. You figure this end is where something comes out. Uh, there's a hammer here that needs to be cocked back. Uh, you kind of get the gists of it. All right. You have not fired it yet, but uh, you kind of get the gists of what it probably does. Some kind of very compact uh, crossbow, you're thinking. <laughs> you're not exactly sure where the bolt goes. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, the four of my wonderful little peons will begins scouring the hallway and, and the doors to see if there are any other survivors and, and checking the uh, bodies that are in the hall <laughs> sure. as well to see um, if they're alive and also what kit they might have. Once again, uh, your body has the same uh, short sword and uh, one of these funky-looking firearms, which uh, you can, <laughs> from those that have already made the roll, uh, you can kind of figure out... Uh, Explain to one another how it likely works. How it ah. likely works. Uh, going through the cabins down here, you find a few more. Uh, total of two more bodies down here. Uh, they look like they were in bunks asleep when the attack happened. Uh, unfortunately, their necks are broken as well. Uh, if you want to loot their bunks, uh, both of them also have short swords in here, and there are also shields in here. Oh, how do we want to divide this up? Seems we have total Too of short. Oh yeah, gone. Four short swords total. Five total. Five. Five. Okay. In in this bunk here. Oh uh, no, total in the this floor so far that you've oh, found. Okay. And so then there's... how many shields? Uh, two shields. Okay. And how many flintlocks? Uh, just the three. Okay. In so the hallway. We... Um, I wouldn't mind getting one more shield and one more sword, uh, one more sword and, and one of the shields. Uh, I'll deal with the, uh, the sword and the pistol we already found. Yeah, I've got one of the, I've got a pistol and a, I've got a pistol and a sword. I wouldn't mind make grand total of like two, two swords, one pistol and one shield. Also, your characters will have all their basic stuff that you generated with them. These would be right. like mementos you're taking from home. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that leaves one sword free. I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ryan, did you want that or, or Josh? Uh, I'll take it. I guess. Yeah, I already got two, so I, I'm I'm okay. trying not to be greedy. <laughs> yeah. Same. I mean, it's gonna probably get freed up pretty quickly. Yeah. No. What? Why would that happen? Uh, nothing. <laughs> if you guys wouldn't mind kind of arranging and uh in a fashion your little icons there, who who in your group is kind of taking the lead? Uh, uh whenever you're moving around. Step to the left or to the right who want you want to lead. We'll kind of put them on top in like a pyramid fashion, if you would. 
Kind of like I just did here at the top of the Rainers. Righto. Or if you guys are, if all of your guys are marching in a line, however, kind of a loose formation of how your groups are going. I'm, I'm going to, just as a, a conceit for the game, uh, each of your controlled characters are basically, they all came from the same hometown, so they kind of know each other, and that's, they're kind of already become a little cliquish. <laughs> right, we're all sticking together. We're all from right. Cutter's Crossing over on this side. <laughs> Uh, shield a plus two or plus one in a DCC. I can't recall. Plus one. Plus one. Uh, but we are using the shields can be broken rule. Means I absorb damage, right? Uh, that means basically you can choose to have your shield destroyed instead of taking the damage from one blow. Yeah. Okay. We'll give the other. Actually, the flintlock's going to the halfling, which is good. He's got the bonus to ranged attacks. <laughs> so these uh, these five men are all the ones you're seeing down here. You figure these were the guys that were off duty when the attack happened, uh, and the rapid descent of the craft. Uh, they they weren't as uh, cooped in as you were, so uh, <laughs> they didn't survive the fall as well. Ironic. So we've got two more decks above us, you said? You do. And then there's the vast gap below the us. The uh, yep. yep. Uh, Going off into some darkness below. Let's say let's look for survivors before we uh, try to get off the ship. Fair enough. Or at least I recommend. <laughs> Seems reasonable. You want to <laughs> go up uh, to the deck above us then? Yes. I'll send uh, Buster and uh, Regis will go up. Okay. Uh, signs of devastation are more evident here where there are uh, cannonball holes uh, in the side of the hole. Uh, there are several men that were uh, shot. Uh, well, let's not shot, say shot. They, uh, <laughs> they are dead. <laughs> uh, pools of blood uh, around you. There's another five men up here uh, that you're e- easily able to count. Lots of body parts as well uh, as uh, some of the cannon shots uh, may have actually hit whole people instead of just doing damage to the hole. Just splintering the hole. No other activity then? No other activity. No more movement. Uh, There are two... uh, You know from when you first came on, the ship's hold uh, for supplies is up here. Uh, And then there was one larger cabin uh, of bunks uh, for the regular crewmates. Let's check that bunk then. Yeah. Check, I guess, everywhere we see if anyone survived. Yeah, my four guys are all coming up to the next deck here, yes. Uh, everyone on this floor is dead. Uh, going through the bunks, you guys can come up with two more shields. Okay. Uh, two more short swords. And two more of these uh, flintlocks. Uh, and then you have the ship's hold, which has uh, many different things in it, including barrels of water, food, rope. Rope. Yep. If you guys are looking for anything in particular, I will allow a luck roll. State what you're looking for, make it a luck roll, and it might be there. Do we have a source uh, of light that we can take with us? I've got a lantern, says Cornelius Applebucket. <laughs> there you go. Cornelius okay. has a lantern. I was looking at the lights that are... Uh, are 
what, affixed to the walls? Yeah, yeah, they seem to be affixed to the walls. You want to try and pry one off? Yeah, I'll try and pry one off. Okay. Uh, you're able to. Uh, it looks like a, it's, it's a blob of glass, uh, and it's been enchanted to give off, uh, you know, it's not giving off a lot of light, about as much as a candle would. Okay. Hmm. But it seems to hold its uh, enchantment as you pull it off the wall. Uh, can I try and find a bit of rope anywhere around? Yeah, yeah, I stated there was rope, so you don't have oh, to roll is. for that. Yeah, yep. there right, is so rope. I'm gonna have uh, how many uh, wall lights are there? Uh, in this, uh, on this, there's basically one above each. Uh, so there's two on this floor. Okay. Uh, I think I'm, would it would it be possible to take a length of rope, uh, cut it with a sword, and then tie, say, one of the lights around the waist? So there's sure. a way to carry on a light and not have to waste a hand on it. Yeah, I can say that that's easily done. Sure. All right, I'll smart. Yeah, I'll have uh, Devin uh, wrap a light around then. Mm-hmm. Very ingenious. Very ingenious. Well, it works when I mean half of our uh, compatriots are able to see in the dark. Yes. Well, in provision. Poor humans. Says Parsnick. <laughs> um, how much food and water is here? Is it like easily carryable, or is there? Uh... Uh, unfortunately, they're barrels. Uh, like, there's a lot of food and a lot of water, but they're all in large kegs. Right, well, uh, so not very portable unless you put it into smaller bags. Parsnip would like to make a luck check. Mm-hmm. Actually, a Parsnip and Wolfric are going to be looking for backpacks and water skins then. No problem. Go ahead and roll under your luck. Under the luck? Under your current luck. Right. I'll roll for each or just one. Just do uh, one. Take your primary person who's got the highest luck. Uh, let's let's go ahead and state this now. Whenever you're uh, doing uh, a roll for this sort of thing, you yep. pick the character that has the best stat for that roll, and you just roll it the once. There's so, four, yeah. which is well under 16. Sure. Yes, you find pouches and backpacks for everyone. I'm passing them out amongst the entire group. Awesome. Great. Water and 12. food. So we got water and food and backpacks to carry them in. And also grabbing some rope to match the grappling hook that had no rope that I already started with. <laughs> the rope seems to be cut into 50-foot links, uh, and you find four of these 50-foot links. I'll take one of those. I'll take one and give it to Reggie. I'll take one as well. And that'll go off to uh, probably Pharaoh. Uh, I'm also going to grab one of these other swords. Yeah. Did anyone take the shields? There's two more shields. I didn't take one, though. Um, I think uh, Pharaoh will also take a shield. And so will uh, Devin. He's got four AC. How many other short swords do we have? Uh, we got more flintlocks, too, don't we? We got two more. We have two more swords and two more flintlocks. Hmm. Um, well, I, have, I have one flintlock and two swords, so... I don't you guys take precedence on those. Yeah, I've got one flintlock and three swords, so I'm, uh... I guess I'll have you. swords to, to, uh, one to Fallon and one to Foster, I guess. Do we have any more flintlocks? Or are they all... Sorry, okay. Fallon's gonna take a sword and Foster will take a flintlock. One left of each. Do you want to take a sword or get... a pistol? I'm giving pin, uh, flint lo- I'm giving one of the flint locks to parsnips, so now he's double wielding them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I will give um, the last sword, Devin. Yes, flint lock. Dual wielding is what? 
Halflings do. <laughs> oh, keep in mind, though, that you don't actually get the benefits of the halfling class until it's your class. Which not going to stop yet. him from trying, sir. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. He's yes. got aspirations. Got to practice mm-hmm. at some point. Got your eyes set on the. Level. All the cool kids do it. <laughs> I need one more for your teeth. All right. All right. So uh, we've gone. Now there's one more hold above us. There's one more. Well, it's the deck above you. So, All right. Yes. Uh, I'll. This boat. Did you say there was like a bigger cabin down this level too, or? There's the hold, uh, which is where you're getting the oh, rope okay, the and the water okay. for. And uh, you know, I was uh, and I was saying, if there's anything specific that you're looking for, it's a big hold. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Uh, you can ask if it's there and make a luck roll to see if you find it, much like you have found the backpacks ah, and the pouches. A plus three sword. Healing, <laughs> healing potions, maybe. I don't know. If they're taking recruits, they're not going to waste that much good stuff on us. Well, they could be restocking the fort. Be nice to pretend. Mm-hmm. Maybe they love us that much. <laughs> Well, Joshua's group was able to basically find the uh, the backpacks and pouches. Uh, Rainer, uh, sure, you, you can try for something. What are you looking for? Um, well, let's try for some healing salves or or something of that nature. Maybe something of some, that nature, sure. Maybe, maybe some a potus or something that can seal wounds or whatnot. Bandages, anything. Let's pick your best character. Who's got the best luck and roll under it. There we go. Makes it. Yep. All right. Uh, you find some jars of really pungent smelling uh, herbs and uh, mixed in with something that's kind of uh, kind of a slimy poultice as well. Uh, it smells very medicine-y. Okay. This must be it. <laughs> thing smells like that it. bad is stuff that's good for you. Uh, <laughs> I'll toss it into a, uh, one of the backpacks. Sure. Uh, there were four pots of whatever it is. Then I'll hand out uh, pots around. Anyone want one? And I'll offer them up. I'll take happily one. take one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll hang on to the second. Yeah, you found them, so you can take two. All right, Brian, you want to uh, try for something? Hmm. You know, looking at this pistol or this some sort of weapon. It seems to have uh, it seems to maybe fit some sort of ball into it and there's some some kind of smell off of it, like some sort of powder. Uh, I want to try to look around to see if I can find anything maybe extra ammunition or... Nice. Good one. Uh, go ahead. Pick your best character with luck and give us a roll. Oh! Oh! Wait, hang on a second. That oh. works. <laughs> yeah, he, he rolled 20 instead of a D20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right, the best so, way to crit. Does 11 work? Uh, yes. Yep. Uh, okay, in which case, uh, you find uh, two bags uh, that have uh, the same smelling kind of powder in it. Uh, you also find uh, two bags that have a lot of these uh, lead balls. Hmm. Ball and one bag... Right that has a bunch of cotton and uh, uh, looks like little pieces of leather. Uh, the wadding. Yeah. Well, who... Hey, can, can we split the... Uh... Yeah, sure. You can split it all out. Yeah, we'll split um, it all out. You guys have no real idea how much powder uh, would be used, <laughs> etc. Uh, but essentially, you can split out the lead balls so that each person that has a flintlock uh, flint would have uh, five more balls. 
and what you think is enough wadding and powder for each. Excellent. All right, should we uh, head up to the deck? Now we're capsized, right? You are. So no. the cat, so the deck will be. Well, how 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 space. much of a how much of a list do we have? Uh, quite a bit. Uh, it, once again, it feels like the prow of the boat is went down. Like uh, prow first broke the crust of uh, the planet, uh, opening up some kind of cavern beneath. So you know you've got a pretty good, let's say, I don't know, a 20, 20 degree angle. Mm. Do we want to I tie see. rope and crawl and climb up then? So we don't roll off the uh, the deck yeah, into open this the massive hole. <laughs> Hang on to each other. Yes. All right. Sounds good. I'm gonna piece everybody over onto a new map here. Roping off my entire team. All together. Yeah, like we're climbing a, you know, like we're climbing a mountain. <laughs> right. Only instead of uh, hand picks, it's all swords and footlocks. Right. <laughs> hmm. That is interesting. <laughs> Hold on a second. Roll twenty did something very bizarre. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right. <clears throat> All black. Yeah, I'll uh, open this up in just a bit. Uh, what you're seeing, uh, you're at the very bottom of a, a crater. Uh, above you, a uh, hundred. Uh, maybe more feet above you uh, is the uh, the crater that the ship crashed into. Uh, it's all dark out there. You can uh, see the twinkling of the stars in the sky. Uh, so it's a, it's a long way up. And now that you're on the deck, yes, you can in fact see that the ship uh, crashed uh, nose down. Uh, you're also see signs of lots of fighting up here. There are more dead bodies strewn about. A lot of them went flying and are on the cavern floor uh, below you. The deck has taken a lot of shots from cannon, uh, cannon as well. Uh, you also see, uh, some shapes on the deck that were not part of your crew. Uh, they're wearing very scraggly bits and pieces of clothing and armor here and there. Uh, very unkempt men. Uh, some of them aren't quite men. They look more, more mongrel than men. They have bestial hmm. features. What are those? They're dead, that's for one thing. And I know dead. <laughs> so do I, but still never seen such foul creatures. Me neither. Uh, are there still sounds of combat or anything, or is it all... No, there's not. It's it's pretty quiet now. Uh, you just hear the sounds of the creaking of the hole as it settles. Is it too Mortimer? quiet? Say it again. Is it too quiet? <laughs> it's always too quiet. A little too wrath. How do we... Uh... Get down from here if we're on the ship. Like how far down is the cavern floor? Yeah. Yep. Well, if you go to, I mean, you can basically slide yourself off the deck. Uh, as I said, the, the prow broke the crust of the floor, so it's embedded in. Uh, but you can just hop right off onto uh, the surface. Okay. Uh, the air is thin and kind of stale smelling. Mm. Yep. All the planets in uh, Crawl Jammer, they all have gravity. They all have air. So, yeah, that's interesting. Another setting because you can see. <laughs> It'd be terrible to go out in the space and we're all suddenly choking on vacuum. Exactly. Yeah. So, so how many bodies are around? We, I guess we should. Uh, oh, there are, there are the many, bodies. many, many. Right, do we want to? Do we want to bother searching the bodies, or do we want to maybe? I want Mort I wants know. to at least check out one of those beast men. Ooh, good idea. Let's see what's up with that. Let's definitely let's take a look. 
smell real bad. Uh, they also bleed green, apparently. Uh, the armor is mishmashes of sewn together bits and pieces of other armor. They're slightly larger than, uh, you know, the average man to stand a little bit taller, a little bit more muscular. Uh, the, the, the teeth, uh, the canines on the teeth are pronounced and jut out from the lips. Ooh. Is the armor salvageable? Uh, yeah, it's rather, you know, large and smelly, but, you know, <laughs> they are man-shaped. None of your crew was wearing armor, uh, so <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Creatures so are disgusting. I we were going to the light side of the moon, right? Yes, yes, and you're definitely not there. Right. <laughs> I can tell by looking at the screen. Can we right. figure out a way to get across there, or is there some sort of uh, emergency beacon device on the ship itself to activate? Well, none of the, the crew talked too much to you, uh, other than of the course. gruff stay out of the way. Uh, <laughs> and here's your, here's the galley. Uh, so you don't really know about the, the running of the ship at all. Uh, what, what you do know is that you're at the bottom of a very tall crater. How, uh, uh <laughs> how, how sheer are the sides to, if we were on the, like, say, crawl up to the top of the crater? Well, uh, somebody go forward and kind of touch the sides and see. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much a sheer vertical surface. It looks like it's got a lot of handholds on it. Uh, you reach out and you shove a toe in and you try to grab a handhold, though, and it powders beneath your hand. Mm. So you may be able to climb it, but it looks risky. It how looks tall risky. are they? they how, how high up are the sides themselves? At least 150 feet, maybe mm-hmm. more. Eesh. Yeah, it, it's a deep crater. Now, you've got the rope for it, not all in one piece. We could tie it together, and someone said they had a grappling hook, right? I got a grappling hook, says. Well, steps. Gonna have mm-hmm. to, maybe we can send the halfling to run the rope. I'm light and nimble. Cool. Throw the halfling up? You can let him run. <laughs> hey, hey, don't throw the halfling. <laughs> yeah, all right, sure. Let's uh, lash these ropes together. Okay. Like so. I'm a small, light, nimble fellow. All right. You're going to try and uh, throw that grapple all the way up? No, he's going to try and climb up with the grapple. Oh, you're going to try and climb up with the grapple. <laughs> so light. Oh, boy. No, I'm pretty sure we can't throw it 150 feet nope. straight up. <laughs> well, is the, is the gravity reduced on the moon? No, it seems to be about the same. You don't feel any lighter. No John right. Carter. Yeah, no, abilities. no super strength or anything like that. Yeah, it just feels like the air is a little lighter, and you think if you had to exert yourself for a long time, you'd probably get tired more quickly. Mm. It's like you were at the top of a tall mountain. Right. Oh, good luck. The, 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 the mountain is the moon is pretty high up. <laughs> Higher than many mountains. Right. All right. All right. So uh, has got the uh, hook. He's got the rope. Climbing. Yes. Climbing uh, up. This is a pretty sheer surface, and while there are handholds, they kind of powder beneath you, so this is a difficult climb. All right. All right. So uh, uh, depending on how you want to do it, if you're going to go straight up or do it in stages, uh, it's up to you. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's give us a roll here. Climbing this way is going to be based on strength, not so much agility. He's got a 16 strength. That's fine. Okay. Uh, just so, 20 or D10. Uh, th- any, any adult person can climb. So it'll be trained, D20. Uh, you can take your strength bonus, but 
we're looking. This is a feat of daring do. Uh, give me a DC check of 15. So you want 15? Not oh. at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, we're going to say that uh, since you were trying to do this all in one go and it's such a low roll, that you didn't get up very far uh, before you fell. Yep. Uh, so we'll uh, roll a D6. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this isn't damage. Just don't roll a 6. You're fine. You fall a little bit. You fall a little ways. Uh, land Oof. on the dust. Uh, One of the cool things about falling is if you roll d6 on the damage uh, roll, if you roll a 6, you break a bone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wasn't high enough to actually damage you, but you might have twisted something. You're good. Ow! You're good. Oh, it's impossible, guys. That's that. that one, this... You know, Ad- Adrian's going to try something. Uh, you said the walls themselves are powdery? Yes. What happens, if we, what happens if Adric were to stick his sword sword into the wall? All right. Uh, you shove your sword in. It goes a couple of inches in. Uh, seems to stick all right. You're going to try to use that as a lever. Well, he's he's doing it about a foot off the ground. Can Could a halfling like uh, Remy uh, stand on it? Well, does Remy try? Yes. Remy, you stand on it for a good two seconds before uh, the, the blade just uh, comes out of the surface and more powder just rains <laughs> down on you. Uh, so we don't have work. 150 swords. That's true. And you can't grab them. That's probably not a good idea. Hmm. Crashed in here. There's no... Let's take a look around the cabin. Maybe there's a, a hole or something we can follow out of here. Well, there's this, there's this crust, this pit that's opened up from the crust when it crashed in. There's that. We can take a look into, into that and see what uh, we find. Yeah. There can't be anything too terrible down there. Ah. It's all up here. Look, these monsters. <laughs> they're dead, so, you know. Right, yeah, see? All the monsters on the moon are dead. Let's look in the hole. All right. All right, so you guys are going to go uh, check out the hole that the prowl crashed into? Yeah, were we able all to right. scavenge armor off these guys? Um, yes, I'm going to say uh, you can get uh, three sets of what's gonna, essentially going to be leather armor, but they're only going to be sized for human. So one for and... each team. Yeah, right. they're definitely rank. <laughs> they're pretty disgusting, but anyone brave enough to put them on can uh, have some leather. Yeah. Devin's used to the smell of his own body odor. He's not in the town much. <laughs> and Wolfric was raised by wolves, so, you know. <laughs> he doesn't know what body odor is. He thinks it's a natural musk. It's real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> My well, apparently these critters, don't, uh, these critters don't follow the rule, <laughs> don't pee where you eat, because they have definitely peed. <laughs> Wait. Well, I want to <laughs> So what's the uh, benefit of that? Uh, counts as leather, uh, which That's, is uh, plus two one. plus AC, but minus one check penalty. Yep. Okay, so it also increases your fumble ra- uh, fumble die a little bit. Yeah. All right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so you guys are checking out that hole uh, that goes in. It's it's pretty dark, uh, but it's there's definitely a void beneath the ground there. You're not sure for how far it goes down, uh, but oh. there is a void. We got rope and lantern and glow globes. Let's lower some light down and see how far. See, not a bad idea. It's not bad. It goes down about twenty feet. Uh, you lower it down. You can keep mm-hmm. kind of track with the glow globe. Um, and it, it the floor is it's a worked floor of some sort. From here, you can't really tell. Uh, might have been worked stone, uh, but it's a passage of some sort. Huh. Twenty feet down. Twenty feet. 
I'll get some use out of this grapple hook. Let's sink it down here and get a rope going down. Yeah, easy enough. Uh, it's set up good and stout. You probably use uh, some of the ship as a roast to the... <laughs> I use some of the ship, which uh, seems to be a bit more stable than the sides of the crater. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, you have one tongue on the grappling hook that pops out and hits you in the head. <laughs> all right, so we're all down at the bottom of the passage then? Sure. Uh, can you guys see the kind of the highlighting I did there? Uh, uh, I can't see anything. No. Oh, are you guys just looking at a black map? Yep. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, it's because I don't have light. Uh, hold on. Let me just fix this real quick. I think, I think if you do it, it's what us. Uh, Shift click will center us all. Oh no, it's not that. It's I, I've got it for light, and none of you have light sources. Let me disable that. Oh, so you got the fancy it. dynamic lighting. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, there we are. All right, let me get your characters all grouped in so that you can use them as something of a sheet. Let me zoom in on that. I'm just going to stick them up here at the top where you can uh, look at them. So, yeah, you see the passage Side view now. map. Mm -hmm. Side view. Never used. All right. All right, so when you, uh, when you reach the bottom, um, the air is still stale down here, a little bit more stale than above there. It's got a definite metallic tang to it. Uh, who's the first one down? Uh, I have, uh, I can recommend Adric will head down first, since he has the infravision and able to see a little better in the dark. Okay. Uh, head down at the end of the rope. Uh, once you drop off and you touch the ground, uh, the hall illuminates. Uh, the walls give forth a, a light about as bright as your glowstones are. Oh. Oh. Uh, is and it is a natural looking light or is it sort of reddish no, or green? It's, it's not natural. Well, it, not natural in the fact that it doesn't seem to flicker. I mean, natural light to you means firelight. Right. Or sunlight. It's very steady. Uh, but it doesn't give forth any more light than your glow globe. So, like, you know, once again, about a candle, candle power, but uh, it does encompass all the walls and ceilings. So, walls, ceilings, all of it is lit up, uh, just barely. Hmm. Am I, is, uh, is Adrian able to, is there any sort of signs on the wall or anything uh, this, coming uh, towards me? It uh the the illumination uh stretches out about sixty feet on either side of you. That's about how much you can see there. Uh, and it just stretches off into the darkness on both uh, east and west. Uh, also, when you make contact with the floor, the lights come on. Uh, they kind of flicker on, and then uh, they stop at this kind of dull sort of light that's coming out. But also, you can feel a vibration start beneath your feet. It's just like a uh, a dull rumbling that seems to come uh, from deep uh, beneath the floor. And it subsides after a moment. <laughs> okay. All right. The Numenera devices. All right, uh, it seems to be clear down here. Great. I'm a little afraid of being alone. Who wants to come down with me? Oh, let's head down there and make sure that everything's okay. Sounds we'll good. Let's double check the rope and. I haven't heard any horrible screams. So. The rope's well secured. If you need to come back up in a hurry, it seems like it'll hold just fine. Let's just use the one character down there for now to show us where we are. Okay. Uh, just because I haven't highlighted everything else down there. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Like it. You, you notice that the more you spread out as you come down, uh, the more the light seems to come on. So you know, it now reveals a little bit more on either side as you guys spread out and start uh, taking up a little bit more space. All right, lads, left to right. 
Ah, let's flip a coin. <laughs> well, there aren't any sort of anything. I'll take a quick gander around before we head off in any particular direction to see if maybe there's some sort of mm, markings on the wall to indicate one direction over another. Uh you kind of wipe your hands against the wall as there's a little bit of dust down here that seems to settle over the, settle over time. And you notice there are kind of uh, faintly glowing script on the wall. You really can't make heads or tails of it, though. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, look at this. I'll just point it out to everyone. In all my years of a costermonger, I've never seen such a thing. <laughs> nor I, nor I. I did? Really? No. What? Hmm. Well, I suppose it's... I, you know what? Is there an incline? Uh, or is this just flat ground, as it seems to us? It seems like there is a slight incline to the east. Let's head down. to the east, then. Oh, down. Let's go west, yeah. then. Uh, to the west seems to be um, don't, flat. I don't suppose your dwarfy senses will point us to the light side of the moon, will <laughs> uh, if, if he was a moon dwarf, maybe, but... <laughs> moon dwarf? That's ridiculous. Myself makes you You're going to head east. Well, west was down, right? Uh, well, it's uh, east is going to be um, to the right. Well, I mean, so, I mean, I mean, with the incline. Yes, yes. <laughs> east was the incline going down just slightly. It's not a, it's not a large incline, just a very slight incline. Uh, to the west seems to be pretty much level. Mm. Let's uh, check the top floor first, I guess. Okay. So. So we can guarantee we have nothing at our back if we head further down. Right west it is. Like it. (laughs) All right. And who is leading the group? Uh, Adric will lead the way. How about if uh, those of us with Infravision lead the group? Well, as you walk uh, across the corridor, uh, you notice that every time you take a step forward, about a foot more light comes on. So as you're walking, it seems to be following you. The light comes on forward of you, and then you notice the lights behind you start going out. Oh, okay. okay so I'll say uh, I'll have my group take the lead, and uh, Josh here, Rainer, whack them a follow behind. Yep. Okay. I'll take up the middle. Um, Do you want to like, maybe space out as much as we can so we get light going as much as we can? That's a good idea. Yeah. But not too far. Not too far. Good thing. <laughs> what was <Yeah>. that? <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so this is a larger open chamber. Um, the walls are much the same as the one that you just came from. Uh, this The ceiling here is domed, though, and there seems to be uh, fresher air. At least it smells less metallic. And you can actually feel airflow uh, coming from the arc of the ceiling. Uh, there seems to be some uh, rotating blade like a... Uh, a propeller, uh, what would you be used to? Probably nothing. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a rotating water wheel at the at the top of the... Uh, but it pushes air, apex. not water. Yeah. Wow. I'm having... Uh, which Highlander was it when they were stuck in the ventilation shaft? <laughs> and it seems like it's pushing air down uh, into the room, which uh, seems to be making the metallic kind of... Uh, taste in the air, uh, dissipate a bit. Uh, the room is also filled with just, you're not sure what, bits of metal 
uh, and, uh, you know, copper, metal, metallic wiring, copper wiring, uh, blinking lights here and there. Are there any buttons or le- to push or levers to pull? Uh, there are buttons and levers galore. <laughs> what are those? Uh, occasionally, some of the exposed copper uh, sparks snaps into the air a bit. Probably don't want to touch that. Look at the magic that we have found. So much magic. And so it continues, the corridor continues off the other direction, uh, uh, further to the west, and it seems to, to go down, uh, seems to decline in that direction. How fast are those blades spinning? Uh, slowish. Not, I mean, slow enough that you can actually count the three blades that are on it. And how high up is it? Oh, 20 feet. Here's the thing, guys. That's bringing, that's drawing air, fresh air from somewhere. If we can jam something in those blades and maybe shimmy up it. Well, um. Moving the air. Yeah, we don't know if that's coming down from the surface or from maybe another passage like this. Uh, maybe, I don't know, how would you stop it? Uh, Jam this here shovel in it. I don't know, would I just cut it in half? I don't know. I, I don't know. Let's find out. I'm going to throw my shovel up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, toss your shovel up? Yeah, like chuck it like a spear right up there. Try right, and jam sure. it at the blades. Uh, yeah, go ahead and... Uh, just Burn all your luck to, to do it. Give me a missile attack roll. <laughs> Mortimer launches a shovel what, with a Is the dent. shovel your trained weapon? It is. All right, cool. D20. Uh, okay. What'd you get there? That's 10. Oh, that, that is your roll. Okay. Uh, 10. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of, uh, let's see, actually, non-moving target. A 10 sounds pretty good. So, sure. Uh, it it goes up a little bit. Uh, you time it just right. Uh, the blade of the shovel uh, goes a little bit into the shaft just as the uh, the fan comes around and it kind of whacks into the side of your shovel and you hear this <laughs> sound um, as it's trapped your shovel and it has stopped the rotation of the blades. Uh, at the same time this happens, though, you hear a kind Uh-oh. of in the distance, you hear a, a kind of a sound of a... Well, it sounds like a foghorn or some high-pitched uh, screech. Ooh. Hmm. Kind of atonal doing the ee-er, ee-er, ee-er. That's, That's probably not good. We have to get out of here as soon as possible. Uh, uh, what, is it just coming from the area in general? Is it coming from a specific direction? seems to be coming from the walls and ceilings. Uh, you, you really can't pinpoint the direction. Uh, but what you do know is that coming up from uh, the east uh, is it's still dark down this tunnel. Uh, but you see what looks like uh, sets of red eyes uh, approaching. Oh, no. Oh, all right. Swords and pistols out. Yep. <laughs> Dislodge that rope. Well, no, we can't dislodge the the shovel now. We it's it's twenty feet up. <laughs> did anyone did anyone tie rope to it? <laughs> Unfortunately, Look, that was not thought of. <laughs> I was jamming the thing, and the rope was going to come later. How about we move we uh, move back and see what these creatures are before they notice us? Well, yeah, is there anything like the... any like defensible position or anything inside? Yeah, you? there are several just metal cubes laying around that have all kinds of lights and buttons and switches on that you can kind of duck behind or use as cover. Some of them are already knocked over. Yep. Yeah, I, I, those. 
jumping behind them. Yep. Sure enough. Okay. Uh, so you guys are taking some cover, and uh, uh, three odd creatures, metallic-looking, roll into the room. They have. Uh, they don't have feet beneath them. Uh, rather, it is a, a bizarre uh, combination of wheels are on tracks. Um, and uh, they've got two red eyes that look out uh, from this elongated neck and uh, squarish uh, type of head. And they roll right up underneath uh, where your shovel is. You can stop me at any time if you want to, if you're oh, wanting to react. Do they look armed? Uh, you don't know what to think. Uh, they're, they're, they're metallic. They, you know, it's, right, they, they, you don't they see a sword. You don't see any them. indication of a weapon on them. Mm. <gasps> Nor do you see a mouth. Uh, you just see these red eyes. So strange. What do they do? All right. Are they barking at us? They, <laughs> they stop right below uh, where you threw up the shovel. And uh, the torso expands on the one. Uh, one of them stops right below. The other two are just kind of flanking it. The torso expands on the one uh, right directly under the fan. And uh, it makes itself easily two, then three, then four times taller than it was. Uh, now it's it's tall enough that it can uh, reach the fan, and it seems to be trying to dislodge your shovel. We should attack now. Yep. Uh, one of them rolls forward uh, to your position, and uh, words, you assume are words, uh, seem to be coming out of its chest area. Oh, it sees uh, us? Uh, you're not sure if it sees you, but it's going towards your position, and it seems to be trying to communicate. It starts off with just a series of beeps. Uh, then it works into what definitely sounds like language. Uh, nothing you guys have heard. Uh, so it's approaching your position. You want to parlay or attack? Uh, hmm. they, well, they, I mean, you know, Remy's going to sort of stand up and uh, maybe try to imitate the noises it's trying to make. Okay. Uh, you stand up. Uh, its eyes uh, uh, seem to look at you from uh, toe to head, uh, and then it says something, uh, and then uh, the next words out of it you can understand. It says, uh, calculating human persuasion, do you speak common? Yes. Calculating, you are not permitted to be here. Why are you here? Uh, we were told we were allowed to be here. Mm, it seems to pause for a moment. You are not permitted to be here. Why are you here? We crashed? Accidentally? It pauses for a minute. Its eyes blink and says, mm, Unintentional intruders. Understood. It, it turns around. Okay. Uh, oh. Actually, it, it huh. just backs up. It backs up on its wheels. Its torso turns. Uh, and it goes back to uh, helping the other two repair the vent. It seems to have ignored you after that. Let's get out of this room right now. What's that? Let's just pull quietly walk out. Yeah, back out of the room. Right, your shovel clinks to the ground. I will bend <laughs> over and pick it up as we go by. Thank you. This shovel was a gift from my father. Wait, do you... Do you... And his father before him. <laughs> on the lines of the two of us. Do you think uh, if we... So I'm going to kind of huddle a group in. If we ask these little things, if we're unintentional intruders and they're not attacking us, do you think they'll lead us out of here without murdering us? Maybe. They might. They might walk us out of here if we ask to uh, be taken out of the crater, maybe. Maybe we ask them to take us to the Perilous League. 
directly. They might know. Hmm. Well, hmm. we might not want to mention names. I did that once back in my hometown, and Barry kind of pulled the shirt, and there was like a little dagger scar on his stomach. Like it wasn't a good idea. I say um, we just asked him to get out of the crater. Yeah. Hey, shiny over here. Hey, buddy. Inquiry. It rolls back over to you. What how is do, your inquiry? How do we get out? How did you get in? Uh, a way that we can't get back out of. What is it you wish? How do we get to the light side of the moon? <laughs> take a vehicle. Can you take us to vehicles? Our vehicles no longer function. Nuts. Hmm. Can you take us to the entrance of this area? Or to the entrance of this... What is this place? This facility has been sealed. Can we unseal it? Query, you are here. Are you not? Therefore, we have been unsealed. All right, he's not helping. I say we just move on. If they're not gonna stop us, if we think they're not gonna stop us, maybe we should follow them. Are they? Are they just staying and looking at us? Or are they like they're ready to move on? Well, they're still making the repairs. Um, oh. If you wait long enough, uh, they do finish the repairs and start to zip off <laughs> at speed towards the west. Uh, are you doing anything before they go? Uh, Pressing buttons, pulling levers, they won't do any of that? Uh, not just yet. Alright, let's follow. Uh, as you start to follow, the one in the rear, who has been speaking to you, says, Be advised, there are dangers. Where are dangers? The facility was sealed due to a breach. A breach in what? Invading species, which has multiplied Hmm. Moon rabbits? Alright, let's just... Uh, how fast are the, how fast are the uh, little shiny things moving? The two in the front are just zipping along. I mean, they're they're gone. The, the one that you have stopped to communicate with, if you are wanting to follow, it actually slows itself down so that you can follow. Oh, right. let's do that. Okay. okay. Um, the corridor does, does not light up as the uh, the mechanical creature goes forward, but it does as your steps increase forward. Uh, so that hasn't changed. It just looks like uh, the creatures don't cause the, the cave to light up. Um, as you're going along, this is another stretch of corridor. And you're seeing skeletons, uh, humanoid, two arms, two legs. Uh, you have no idea what they look like beforehand. Uh, because the heads have been pulverized. Uh, There's bits of skull and shards of bone just like powdered around where the heads of these things were. Just the heads? Just the heads. It's a good thing my mother always told me I had a thick skull, says Remy. It looks at one point that they were wearing some kind of clothing. Uh, there's really nothing left except for the collars and uh, the neck collars and the, uh, the wrist collars, which seem to be made of some kind of metal, coppery looking. Uh, the clothing they were wearing has disintegrated. Why don't we ask our uh, shiny friend there what happened to them? Good idea. Invading species. Does a species have a name? Species does not conform to our database. Mm, what's a database? No, you know what, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
these metallic uh, copper looking things uh mm-hmm. they're just what part of clothing that stayed yeah it, it looks uh to you actually they look uh kind of like uh wristbands and uh like a neck torque uh but uh, but clearly there was cloth attached to them at one point how odd but nothing else on the bodies no items or if they had anything on them, uh, it was must have been uh, something that deteriorated over time. I mean, there's bits and scraps of cloth left beneath the bodies, but nothing else. I'll ask They've the, been here a long time, uh, from what you can... the facility been sealed? What is the current date in astronomical units? It's the year of the fruit bat. <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute. Hmm. Uh, I'm not three years after the flood where Jimmy got sick. This unit does not know Jimmy. That's Jimmy. I don't know Jimmy. I have an alien planet. I know a Jimmy. Is it your Jimmy? How many Jimmys can there possibly be? Question. About this tall, where's the shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Has hair, eyes, nose? Yeah. Oh, you know Jimmy, yes. Yeah, of course. Right. All right. So is it the quarter keep going on? It does. All right. It it stops basically every time you ask it a question, it stops. All right. Keep going. Continue, our friend. Be advised, intruding species ahead. Uh, a lot of it? There are four units. We can handle four. Just don't get your head near them. All right. So well, well, yeah. The uh, the the creature zips off into the tunnel. It still it still lags behind its fellows uh, as you are clearly trying to follow it. Uh, all of you here ahead of you, uh, kind of a, a a thumping, slumping kind of sound as something uh, is uh, dragging. Uh, it takes a couple steps, drag. A couple steps, drag. Hmm. Your light is not extending far enough to see what's making the sounds. Maybe we can make some noise and draw towards us instead of us going towards it. I mean, besides the light that we're uh, basked in? Hmm? Is, is there any way to turn off all this light? I don't want to do that. I'm not sure, but, so, but the thing, uh, whatever making the noise, it's not generating any light down further down no. the corridor? It does not seem to be. You can roll one of the globes down there. Yeah, uh, Devin will take the globe he has on him and toss it down the corridor. Okay. Uh, you roll the globe down the cor- uh, corner. It's a little eccentric. It's not a perfect globe. Uh, so it kind of wibbles and wobbles as it goes, and it comes to rest uh, as uh, a foot uh, is placed on it, and it reveals a four-legged beast that is squat to the ground. Uh, it's forward two uh, paws uh, seem to have thumbs as it... Uh, picks up the globe, and uh, it brings it closer to what you assume is its face. Uh, its face has uh, a very small mouth. The eyes are on the side of its head, but its forehead and the top of its head is just like this huge ridge of just, it looks like a chitinous mass. Like a, just, it's, it's like two feet wide. It looks, it looks kind of like if you took a sledgehammer. And he stuck eyes on the side. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
but it's not uh, yeah, angered so by the light or anything? It, uh, it picks up the light, uh, and uh, it seems to be examining it. Uh, then it looks forward to see what rolled it, and uh, now it's 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 looking at the person who rolled it. And, yes, it's going to charge forward. Oh. Uh, right. Yes. This is where we do initiatives. So pick your best uh, agility person, and that's what you're going to add to your initiative. Every You just roll once. Your group goes on your roll. All right. I have all zero and negative one, so you probably want to use me. Well, no, each group, each group oh, has its own. Oh, each group, okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a d20, right? Yep. Awesome. I rolled a one. Okay. Twelve. Let's see, Rainier got an eleven. Got an eleven. And Josh got a twelve. And they got a four. Okay, well, uh, Josh, there's three of them that are bearing down on you. All right, uh, Parsnips will open fire with one of the one of the. Uh, <laughs> you gotta try the gun. Okay, um, so you've never used one before and aren't trained in. So it's a D10 instead of a D20 roll. Modified for ranged. Yes, you get your range modifiers on it. It's a six. A six. Let's see. Uh, unarmored, unarmored is 10 in the system, mm-hmm. you think? Yep, yeah, so that's definitely going to miss. Not as much. Blam! Okay, Whoa. what do the rest of your guys do? Yeah, it kicks wow. in your hand. It almost <laughs> goes flying. <laughs> but uh, you hang on to it. Uh, after that, then uh, Wolfric will howl like a rabid wolverine and leap at it with his uh, with the sword. All right, so you're going to run forward and engage. Okay, is Wolfric, uh, does, is he trained in sword? Is that his beginning weapon? Nope, stick is. All right, so you're actually, uh, you're one die down when you use an untrained weapon. Uh, so instead of a D20... Aren't zero levels the only exception to that, or...? No, uh, actually, uh, zero levels are trained in the weapon that they start with. <laughs> so, like, if you use that weapon, you're trained in it. Okay, I thought I'd read something different. Okay. Oh, if you if you can point it out to me, certainly. Like I said, this is the first time I'm running this. Um, uh, that that's certainly let me check a fair this. thing if you can find it. Okay. Uh, Boy, point of reference. Because, How much? Oh, sorry. Well, because we're uh, we're still zero level characters, and so we don't have the weapon training that we'd have in our later classes. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're, you know, we're stuck using our clubs and hand axes. Ah, fair enough. I'm, you know, we'll look it up later. We'll, we'll call it a regular D20 roll then. I can't argue. I don't know yep. how much unarmed damage does. D3? Unarmed damage is a D3. If you've got a strength bonus, you get that. I got plus two to hit unarmed, but I'm debating on uh, whether I want to hit or do more damage. So we'll see how the first sword swipe goes, and then we'll sure. go from there. Charge in on it. Hell, that's a five. Yeah, it uh, it's faster than it looks, uh, and more agile than it looks as it dodges out of the way of your sword sweep. All right, uh, Cornelius will charge up with his short sword. Sure. Straight one d twenty. Oh, fumble! <laughs> All right, uh, is he... unarmored. He is unarmored, so okay. Go ahead and unarmored is D four. I don't think it's. I only got the one shield. That's right. Okay. 
All right, Rainer's posted it, so it's waived. Uh, the zero-level penalty for untrained use is waived since they are naturally poor combatants all around. <laughs> they have equal incompetence with all weapons. Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so give us a D4 roll of two. two for the fumble. Let's so say you trip, but may be able to recover with a DC 10 reflex save. Otherwise, you must spend the next round prone. Okay, so give me a give me a reflex save. You need to make a 10 or better. Got it. All right. Um, this is just Butterfinger. Okay, so yep, that, yep, that, yep. The sword all almost, over. Almost lose lose track of it, but you hang on to it. Let's see. Ah. One last character. <laughs> all right, Mortimer. Come on. Mortimer, come, Mortimer, Mortimer comes swimming in with the short sword. That's a 17. That'll hit. Go ahead and do your damage. Six. Two. Okay. Uh, the beast makes a, a pitiful kind of mewling sound that comes out from its astonishingly small mouth. Stabbed it! I stabbed it with my sword! you see that? Uh, keep doing that. The 11 will go right. next. That was Rainier with the 11? Yep. yep. You're next. Uh, let's charge in. Swords drawn and stab everything. <laughs> stab it all. Do we roll for each character or just across the board? Well, which character is the first one that's attacking? You know, you, you, you go on the initiative. Every All your characters go on the same initiative, but each of them can get their own action. Balin will charge in with his sword drawn. Go for it. So... All right, so he goes, and once again, they prove to be a bit more agile than you expect. Then uh, Pharaoh, Redbeard. Same with him. He gets a little closer to it, but uh, it is able to dodge out of the way. Regis. Uh, That'll hit. Go ahead and do some damage here. Um, The sword does a d4. Mm -hmm. D6. Uh, Sword does... This is a short sword. It does a d6. Three. Okay. No damage modifier. Right. Yeah, it uh, it also gives out this uh, pitiful little mewling sound. <laughs> and what was the in- Brian, what was your initiative? One. Oh, uh, yeah, so it goes first. All right, so um, we will go uh, the one that you just attacked there. Uh, what character was it that just went? Uh, that was one, two, three. So the, that was Regis. I still have Foster to go. Oh, you still have Foster to go. Okay, go ahead and do Foster. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget about your character. <laughs> okay. So Regis was the one that hit him. Okay. Do you have any more characters that no, are going to attack? I'm done. Well, you're done. Okay. Uh, Regis is the one that hit him then. So Regis will be the one that suffers the brunt of this one's attack. Um, you may choose your strength or agility, whichever is higher. Uh, strength. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a d20 roll and add any modifier that you have. Uh, none whatsoever. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it beats you. Uh, the monster hops onto your character. It hops and its front two feet uh, that have the opposable uh, hands uh, lock down on uh, your wrists and forearms uh, while its uh, rear legs uh, do the same with your legs. So it, it's quite heavy it's on top of you it's pinned you down and is rearing back its its stony forehead oh no <laughs> see where this is going start praying to your god 
All right. So, yeah, it takes another action before it can uh, bring that down on you, but you're pinned for this round. All right. Um, Joshua, you ha- who is the last person to strike your creature? Uh, Mortimer. Mortimer. Okay. Uh, same thing. We choose strength or agility. D20 roll. Uh, neither are particularly good, so let's go, let's go strength for sake of it. Five. Uh, five. Uh, no bonus? Nope. Okay, same thing happens to Mortimer. Uh, it, it latches onto him, and it starts rearing back his head. It's and latched the, onto both of us? Uh, there's three of the creatures. Oh, I thought there was only one. Okay. Nope, three. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the third one runs forward, and, oh, let's see. No. Okay, Rainier, who is the next character? Uh, was there a second character that swung at the air creature? Uh, several of them did. So the dwarf, Pharaoh. The dwarf, then. Okay. Choose strength or agility as it tries to do the same. He's going to go with strength. Okay. Ooh! That'll be hard to beat. Yeah, I have All a 16, so he got me. Yep, same thing. Uh, he's latched down. Heads cranking back. And now, uh, Brian, your turn. Yes. Uh, so who's pinned, whose character's pinned down? Um, both of us pinned. Mortimer, uh, Regis and Pharaoh. Regis and Pharaoh. All right. Uh, Mortimer, uh, Remy will point his pistol at the one, uh, <laughs> on top of Mortimer. Little higher, okay. little higher. <laughs> and fire. All right, so you're firing into uh, into a combat. Uh, first of all, if you hit, there's no issue. Uh, you are at a D10, though, because you're not trained with this thing. And yes, unfortunately, with the firearms, it is a D10 instead of a D20, even at zero level. All right, here we go. Dodd. Stupid <laughs> thing. Seven. Okay, you miss. So there's a 50% chance that you uh, hit your companion. So roll a die, and uh, an even-numbered side of die, and choose even or odd. Uh, odd. Odd, okay. Odd, you miss your friend. You're Good. Fine. All right. So, yeah, the, the shot goes off, goes a little wide. Uh, take another, another, another action from your next character. Right. Remy, uh, Reggie will... Uh, attack the same uh, creature with the Mortimer uh, with his dagger. Sure. Three. I'm doing terrible so far. Yep. Uh, it is. It is not giving up its prey though. So you actually do hit it. Oh, okay. Yep. Go ahead and do damage. Which one uh, was this one? Uh, that was Reggie. The one on Reggie. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, and sorry. Do the one. The one on. The one on Mortimer. One on Mortimer. Okay, go ahead and do your damage. Uh, I'll, I'll get it eventually. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wait a second. Let me try and figure out the uh... slash roll one d four. Right, but it's a it's a dagger plus one. Yep. So roll one d plus one. All right. So two points of damage. Uh, and he also has a strength of one, so it's three. Okay, three points of damage, okay. Uh, uh, you heard it, uh, but it does not let go of uh, Mortimer. Hmm. All right, and then Next. who are the other two with the guys on them? Uh, Regis and Pharaoh. Sorry, uh, so Devin will help Regis and try to hit it. 
all together now. Yeah, just don't roll a one and you'll hit it. All right, go ahead and do your damage. Yo, it's a five. Uh, so five points of damage. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a, a bleeding sound, uh, and it goes limp on top of Regis. Hooray! And then the last one, uh, Adric will attack the one on top of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. That'll hit. Yay. Uh, for four points of damage. Okay, still up and kicking. All right, uh, next round of initiative. Back to me, right? Well, we 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 re-roll this oh. round. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, not nice. Wait a sec. Oh, it's not a. Jeez, oh. guys. Nineteen. Don't worry, you're going before me. Yep. Uh, I will give PCs over NPCs, so you can take your nineteen first. All right. Uh, Mortimer needs to make another strength or agility check. He's got another possibility to get out of this. Okay, let's do that first, then. 15. Oh, unfortunately, he does not. I think he's strong. Uh, Mortimer and Sparrow, who are tied? Yes, yes. All right, Parsnip's going to take his other gun and shoot at the one on Pharaoh. <laughs> All right. Give it a shot. D10 still? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. That's a D zero. Hold on. <laughs> As it buzzes by. The hell did I roll a natural zero? What? Four. That's a four. I did that slightly wrong. Um, uh, let me, let's, uh, let's. Let you read it. It's actually, it's a die bump. I'm sorry, I miss I misread that. So it's not a d20. You should be rolling a d16. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, go ahead and reroll that. Kapow! Uh, that'll hit. Watching our failures has made you better. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, roll a d6. Thing pulls to the left of it. Well, it's only a d6 for the gun. <laughs> okay, yeah, three points, and this is going into one of the Mortimer, which is already damaged. No, okay, it's not so... got the one with Oh, this is Pharaoh. Yeah. It's going into Pharaoh, okay. I got two uh, other characters for Morty. Pharaoh, okay, so that one's actually not dead. It's still, yeah, you hit it, though. All right. Do a little damage to it. All right, go ahead. All right, and then um, uh, Wolfric will attack the one on Mortimer. Mm-hmm. Natch 20. Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, well, roll your damage, and then a d4. <laughs> Two points of damage. This is the one on Mortimer? Yeah. Okay, and I'll roll a d4. And a four. Uh, kneecap plus d4 damage. Uh, okay, roll another d4. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. You kill it. <laughs> All right, so there's uh, one that's still on top of Pharaoh. I have slain the enemy. Dang it. Uh, then uh, Cornelius will run over, mm-hmm. dropping apples in his wake and <laughs> swinging at it. Oh, no, fumble. Second Roll fumble 
Uh, <laughs> he fumbled last round. <laughs> That's the same guy. And the right. one. Oh, no. The one. Uh, yeah, basically, it's a, just an incompetent blow. It makes you the laughing stock of the party. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. All right. So uh, that so was at... harder to act than apples. That <laughs> was at 19. Now, unfortunately, the monsters go at 19, and there was still one attached to Pharaoh. Uh, so uh, it Ooh. is essentially just going to... Its its head rears back, and it smashes down onto Pharaoh's face. <laughs> Oh, doing like five points song. of damage. Pharaoh's head is just obliterated. It's like applesauce. Oh. Yeah. Is everything with you apples? Yes. <laughs> That's all he sold at his fruit stand. That's why my last name's Apple Bucket. Right. Uh, uh, oranges. It, yep. it hops off. Yeah. Uh, hops off Pharaoh after doing the deed. <laughs> And so, Maybe related to apples, I don't want to know it. Who's next to the initiative? Uh, I believe it was me at eight. Okay. Where was the first down? All right, we'll just uh, we'll just gang up on this thing and try and kill it. Uh, so, Adric will attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll hit. And Four points. points of damage. Yep, it goes down, making that little mewling sound. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And we only lost one member so far. Pretty hideously, too. His body is still pumping out blood. <laughs> shattered <laughs> remnants of his face. <laughs> God, he's still making noises. Plague, still still kicking still, around a little bit. He's still spasming. Yes. <laughs> I'm no biologist. I'm pretty sure we found what killed these people. Yeah, I can say that for sure. Is there anything oh, uh, anything on them? Are they just creatures? What, are they feral? Uh, going to go and examine the bodies? Yeah, they're, Wolfric, they're... Wolfric is busy like dabbing their blood on his skin and like <laughs> in like mode markings. It, it starts burning away at him. <laughs> uh, no, they're they're just creatures. Uh, yeah, they're. No clothing. Don't be seen uh, carrying anything on them. How odd. Uh, wait a second. We killed three. Yes. This one, the robot. The sorry, the thing, metal thing, said four. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And there was a corner up there. You said. Yeah, it continues on. Uh, the light is showing as far as your footstreads have triggered the light sources. Well, uh, we want to just. Loot Pharaoh's body and move on. Sorry. Reclaim his <laughs> items and then move on. Not so casually. He's not my group. Yes, let's uh, distribute the rope, shield, and uh, sword that he had. Well, I mean, I, you, you probably just pass it around your characters. Okay. It should, it should stay with the home group. <laughs> he was your friend. I know. It's, no, it's a less disrespectful that way. Right, on the ship. Oh. Pass it around. Oh, and let's uh, let's take a few comical minutes to try and reload these uh, firearms. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try and reload them? Anyone trying to reload the firearms? This is an uh, unskilled roll. Uh, you can give it a try. All right. This is certainly trying. Yeah, unskilled means it's a D10. Uh, but it's actually not difficult. 
Uh, so if you get a five, you do it. Right. Hey. All right. All right. I got this. It's easy. You have to blow our, our own eyeballs off. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so let's uh-huh. uh, continue down the corridor. All yep. right. Going down the corridor, uh, you hit another room that has, uh, once again, the feeling of fresh, uh, fresher air being uh, cycled down. Uh, again, you've got the fan in the wall. This room seems to have taken some damage, though. There are rents in the walls, splits in the walls, uh, these large cracks that uh, go off into, they look like uh, tunnels behind them, but they're not worked tunnels. They look more like natural tunnels. And they're, you know, they're quite short. Uh, definitely big enough for these creatures to get in and out. Hmm. How big in comparison to a human? Well, uh, they're about three feet tall uh, and about, uh, you know, about as wide. I mean, certainly... Plenty spacious, yeah, says yeah. the halfling. <laughs> well, the halfling, halfling certainly could get through there. <laughs> hmm. How many of them are there? Uh, the walls are just riddled with them. There's Ooh. several of them. And it they... ends here? But yeah, they kind of uh, just open up into this room. Uh, of course, you don't know what's on the other end of them. But uh, yeah, just peeking good. through, you know, holding your light source through. It's it's unworked. Uh, it looks like it was tunneled. You know, thinking back, those creatures, uh, you know, their hands, they've got pretty dense claws on them. They could be made for tunneling. I... And the, and the yeah. metallic humanoid creatures on... Wheels? Are they here? Nope, they keep going further down the corridor. Oh, there's more corridor? Yep, still keeps going. Let's keep moving. I don't really want to go poking around on the nest of these things. Yeah, well, let's stay with our friends. Okay. Uh, You go down further, and it ends in a room. Uh, The room, your three metallic uh, creatures have all kind of parked themselves onto these concentric rings that are on the floor. And uh, their lights uh, seem to be a little bit brighter. Um, there's like a little halo of light above them. Also in this room is uh, more of those metal boxes with uh, switches and buttons on them. Uh, these have three uh, large glasses uh, hanging in the air. Two of them show like, uh, it looks like snow. Uh, it doesn't really have a picture, but the third one, uh, has what looks to be the top uh, of the crater. Uh, shows you an image of the top of the crater. And there is a, a ship parked on uh, on the lip of the crater. Uh, and uh, you see several beings moving around on the ship. Uh, some are looking down into the crater hole in which your ship fell. Do they look what? like the creature from before? Uh, it's hard to tell. It, it, you're not, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at a, an angle that's a little bit distant. Mort's gonna get up as close as he can to the uh, to the glass <laughs> and squint at him. It's, it's bizarre. It looks like the picture is made up of a whole bunch of little squares. Crazy, like a what are they mosaic. doing in there? How do they get in there? I'm gonna fiddle with these switches and buttons and flashy things. Maybe All I'll right. be able to. I don't know, zoom in enhance. I don't know. Make, something. Give me a luck roll. Luck or intelligence? Uh, lower than luck. Lower than your current luck. All right. So I actually roll under luck. Yes. Gotcha. That is not going to do it. All right. Uh, you move not, a couple of buttons, Mortimer, anyway. pull a couple of levers, and uh, the, the picture flickers a few times. Uh, you get a picture of uh, the night sky, uh, the stars above the moon. Zoom uh, back. Zoom in. You <laughs> get a picture. Yeah. 
Uh, you get a picture from you know another expanse of the moon. Uh, you're not sure where, uh, but it, uh, you end up getting back to the same picture of the ship above the crater. Do they look like they're making ready to get into the crater, or are they just checking on it? Uh, it looks like uh, they're observing the crater. There are some people moving around on the deck looking like uh, they've got large amounts of rope. Uh, they seem to be discussing something. Hmm. The, uh, you, you said earlier that there were, like there were uh, cannonballs or cannonball uh, holes, yes, holes in our ship, right? Mm-hmm. Does this ship look like it has cannons on it? Yes, it does. That might be the ship that shot our ship down. Sons of bitches. And if they're coming down here, and we're in a, we're in a dead end, aren't we? Yes. As far as you can tell, it just ends here. We want to start heading back in the other direction and start taking the other corridor. Yeah. We, will, we don't want to be trapped here. And let them deal with those things in the holes. I like it. Alright, so we'll head out of this room and head back towards the other way? Sure. Do you think we can tell our, our metallic companions there that uh, these are invaders? Yes, they are not here accidentally. Yes, uh, well, are our metallic companions still around? Or they just yeah, they they're seem to be standing here in, uh, in the middle of these little concentric rings on the floor. Uh, there's like a little light display going up and down them. I'll wave at him. Hello, can you hear uh, us? One of them turns to you and says, Query? What are... The... You see those creatures there on this glass panel? Yes. They attacked us and defeated our ship. They may be coming down here after us. They are the cause of the breach. Yes. Yes. They're intentional intruders. Bad intentional intruders. <laughs> All right. Uh, some of the lights come up on the consoles, and uh, the thing that repeats, intruders. Right, them, not us, them. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it, its eyes seem to blink for a moment, and it, and it, uh, it says, defense systems activated. Oops. <laughs> Uh-oh. What sort of defense... Systems. We have both internal and external defense systems. Would you like to engage? Uh, engage the external. Yes? I'll go out of the group. Yes, external. Yes, uh, yes. Ex- ex- uh, engage the external defense systems. Engaging you'll, external you'll defenses. One of the metal boxes kind of opens up. Um, and uh, another, you know, metal panel comes up, and it's basically got a, a joystick and a reticle on it. And you see the scene in the middle of the uh, the, the reticle. You see the pirate ship, and it's got like a bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> this could be really good or really bad. Yeah, we might be blowing up our only option to get out of here. Just someone want to take the joystick and start playing uh, a video game, or? Yes. <laughs> we shoot Cornelius this grabs the joystick in both hands. <laughs> All right. Uh, make me a luck roll. He doesn't Again, know why, but he wants to make pew-pew noises. Below your luck. I'm asking yeah, for luck to, simply because this is dumb luck to get it to work, because you've got no basis for... Oh, Absolutely wow. Absolutely not. The... <laughs> There's a natural 20 after rolling, after rolling two ones in a roll. Yeah. He rolls a 20 when he doesn't need it. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, Cornelius. Okay, uh, so uh, you kind of get the idea that the you know the the sticks get the, your viewpoint to rotate it around, and you're like, what does this button do? Uh, before the actual target is in your view screen, 
and so you know you push the button and uh, basically you blow up the far side of the crater. Uh, so oh yeah. So this this side of the crater over here gets bombarded by something. Uh, <laughs> the screen just lights up. There's a bright light display, and then half the crater is just filled in. Uh, you <laughs> see the people on the ship just scattering, trying to get back undercover. Yeah, take that. Warning shots. <laughs> you stupid crater. That crater. I don't know. Do you think he, uh, does Cornelius have enough of a control of it now to fire again, or do we want to fire again? Oh. See if you can hit them, but don't collapse the the uh, entryway to our only exit. Right, got it. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah it's just dumb luck. Just give us another luck roll. Oh no! Oh, that'll that do it. it. Uh yeah. You you seem to get the hang of it a little bit more. You hold it steady. You push the button again, and the bright light flares, and uh, and the pirate's vessel is split in half. The vessel on the surface. Mean, guys. Point start going up. Some of the forms on the deck have caught fire and they're uh, running around, leaping off the ship onto the ground. Uh, while you're congratulating yourselves, uh, one of the uh, droids speaks out and says, "Intruders detected." Where? Oh no! Invasive species has entered again. Oh. They're in the other room, then, aren't they? Well, between us and the rest of the place, yeah. All right, so we fight our way out of here, and since the pirates are distracted, we can move on the other side, right? Right. Good plan? I like it. All right. Let's do that. Charge! <laughs> so you're going to run through the hallway? Well, not run. <laughs> Advance cautiously. All right. right. Yeah, good enough. Uh, so, yeah, more of the creatures have come out of the cracks in the wall, uh, there are five of them in the hallway. Oh. Uh, they seem to be just kind of milling around. Uh, some of them have headed up the hall to, uh, where your friend's body was. Uh, some of them are just kind of, uh, just moving around inside here looking, you know, they've got that opposable thumb. And so they're playing around with some of the electronics. Well, that's not good. <laughs> These things literally hammerheads. I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we just engage them? Yeah, let's take them out. They didn't want to talk last time. I'm assuming nope. they're not going to this time. <laughs> Sneak attack. Right, do it. They're just going to rush into the room? Okay. Yep. All right. Well, uh, yep. You're far yep. enough away that uh, it's it's not going to be a surprise because, you know, running into the room, they're going to notice you before you get there. So it's just well, going to be straight up initiative. With the pistols. Before you want to start with the pistols? Sure. Oh. You can get off a salvo. I have two that I haven't fired yet, so... I will let everybody fire a gun they possess. You can right. Go right ahead. All right. So they're D16s. Uh, you have in the room that you can see. You've got uh, you've got three targets in the room. Two of them went into the next room. So there are only three that you can shoot at. Uh, column one, two, and three. Just whenever you roll, just let me know which number you were trying to shoot at. Number one. one. Number two. Uh, okay. Number three. Well, Joshua, you definitely hit number one. Uh, roll your damage for that. Do we add any modifiers for agility or anything? Or Yes, yeah, so if you've got a, for distance, it's still considered a distance weapon. So. Do we add it for damage? Uh, do you normally get agility for damage? I don't think so. In this. I've, no. I've, yeah. yeah, between reading this and Numenera and D&D yeah. 5, I'm getting my I'm in the same confused. boat. Yep. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't believe there's a bonus for the ability. I, I so it's just because well, because bonus for strength because you're swinging it. But I don't think you having a being agile helps your shooting. It was the the rationale for that for systems is that you're placing it in placing dangerous pot, spots. Mm. Well, I don't believe that you get it in this. But I don't think it does in the system. You're right. right. Anyway, it's six points of damage. Don't suppose right. those are exploding dice, are they? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, it definitely hurts it though. Uh, okay, did, who else got above a ten? Anybody? Rainer, Rainier. Yep. Okay. Uh, which number were you shooting at? Uh, two, if I'm not mistaken. Two. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. It was what one d six. D six. All right, three points of damage. All right, it hurts it. Uh, you've got, those were only two guns, oh, uh, three guns shot. Did everybody shoot guns that they have that they reloaded? Yes. Yes. Yep. All right, and everyone else missed. Okay, so this will start our initiative then. Uh, go ahead and roll. Right, I rolled a one earlier. Okay. So I'll take that on a cheat. Four, 14, and Rainier? 20. 20. Well, you'll be going first. Uh, we'll storm in and surround the uh, the nearest one. Sure. We'll say the nearest one is number one. So you surround it and start hacking. Okay. <laughs> Fallon will go first. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Elemis. Then uh, Regis. Regis. Mm, fumble. fumble. Uh, roll a d4. Oh, uh, you're fine. You just miss wildly. And then finally, Foster. Six. Uh, also a miss, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Uh, that's twenty and fourteen's next. All right. Uh, Farsnap's gonna open up with his other pistol before the uh, rest of them move in. I'm shooting at number two. Okay. Sure. Go ahead. Oops. That's uh, that's a D twenty. Sorry. Let me try that again. That'll hit. That's a crit, isn't it? Yeah, that's the top right roll of the die. So go ahead and roll damage. And then roll a d4. For another d4 damage. Nice. So, so you did six total? Five. Five total. That's enough to kill it. So, yeah, there's two left in the room. Uh, one is undamaged. One is looks to be uh, pretty badly damaged. Parsnip twirls the gun around his... <laughs> thick halfling finger and blows the smoke off. All right, guys, you take the last one. <laughs> Your next characters? Uh, yeah, the last three will jump on uh, Monster Three, I guess. Number three. Okay. All right. So this is Cornelius. The five. Miss. It's not a crit. Uh, this is Mortimer. Miss. And this is. Wolfbrick. Hit! <laughs> Short sword for... Two. two points. Okay, yeah. Well, he hit. That's fine. Uh, okay, there you go. Alright, so there's two left. Uh, one of them is going to... Let's see. We'll use the third one. He'll try and run down the guy that just... Uh, uh, just tried to swing him on your bunch there. The one, that did, the one that did hit? Uh, no, no, just the last one that swung. The last one. The last one that swung is also the guy that hit. So. All right, well, that'll do. 
Okay, it's 14 AC. It's Wolfric. Dink. And he'll miss. Yay. All right, the one that's surrounded by uh, all those other characters. Uh, who's that? Was that Rainier's? Did yes. you surround number one? Yes, yes. sorry. Okay, that's fine. All right, uh, so he'll go after Redbeard. Redbeard's dead. Oh, Redbeard's dead. <laughs> oh, he'll <laughs> miss anyway. <laughs> all right, and with an AC though. one. So Brian, your turn. All right, well, there's still two up. Charging at number three. Mm-hmm. So Adric swings. All right, miss. Seven swings. Miss, but barely. Close. Uh, Reggie swings. That'll hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring it up in case people forgot, but you do you can burn luck. It's not always good to do so, but you can burn luck. Do <laughs> halflings regenerate at this level? The luck? No, you actually have to have the class halfling to regenerate. Yeah, we'll wait for that. No, it didn't. Uh, so four points of damage on three. On three. So ooh, it's, it's looking pretty bad, but it's still up. And then Remy will attack. That'll hit. Wow. Solid hit. Right, uh, hits for six. That's enough to take it out. Uh, do you have any characters left? That's it. All right. Uh, so we're at the new initiative. Uh, one critter left. They go on a seven. So seven, five, nine, and nine, and nine. All right, uh, Brian, go ahead and take yours. Well, fresh from their victory over number three, they charge the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adric first, Miss Devin. Oh, nice, crit. nice. Uh, okay, go ahead, roll your damage, then roll the d four. So four points of damage. And it's another D4 damage with that four roll. All right, uh, you finish off that one. Uh, three <laughs> dead. Uh, the two in the other hall have uh, heard the commotion. Uh, charging up this way. Oh, forgot about them. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That was uh, nine. Joshua, you can go. You're uh, there's. The list. Are the the two in the room here? Nope, not yet. You you know they heard the commotion and you you hear them padding up this way. You can shoot at them if you've got it. Well, all your guns are discharged. You've got a. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long it takes to reload. Takes an action. Three rounds. Uh, just one action. Just one action. Okay, no. Parsnip is reloading. Actually, um, there's a there's a chart for that, but I don't have it handy. So I'm for right I now. Don't I'm don't just have gonna that say copy around. of crawl yeah. either. Uh, Parsnip's gonna reload one of his guns then. Sure. Reload, reload, reload. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess uh, Wolfric, Cornelius, and Mortimer will form up. <laughs> okay. Ready to uh, you, engage you can when move they come attack, in. So you, if you, you want to oh, wait I for them to come in. Oh, I can move and attack them? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, you can okay, move I and thought they were actually far away. Uh, uh, Wolfric will launch into action. Go for it. Pow. 13, that'll hit. Four points of damage. Okay. Monster, I've slain your brother! Cornelius will follow up. The nine. Just miss. Mort also misses. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, uh, let's see, that's both nines. Uh, the seven is next. 
who got initiative seven? Was that me or was that? That was, uh, that was me. Yeah, that was me. Okay. Uh, so, yes, these two rockheads are going to attack. Uh, Joshua, you were the ones who engaged them, so they're engaging your characters. Okay. Uh, first of all, go for Wolfric. What is your AC? 14. Uh, he's going to miss. Second one will go after Mortimer. Will that hit him? That will absolutely hit, yes. That hits Mortimer. Okay. Um, let's see. They don't do a ton of damage, though. Not with their bite, anyway. With their little bitty mouths. It's only got two hit points, so it doesn't take much. Oh! Mortimer goes down. No! Wow. <laughs> oh, there's the curse of Mortimer. Form. No Mortimer lives. Yes. <laughs> Just because his name means death, I don't know why we yes. keep. Uh, it's little bitty mouth latches onto Mortimer's neck. It starts chewing. Ah, ah my neck! Ah, I need that. <laughs> All right, uh, that's both of theirs. So now the five. My turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallon will charge in first. All right, uh, just missed as it ducks out of your way. And uh, Regis. Oh, low fumble, D4. Four. Ouch. Uh, let's see, weapon is damaged. What were you swinging with? Um, Regis had a club. Had a club, okay, yeah. So it ducks, uh, you swing, and it shatters against the steel wall. Okay. Ah, poor Regis. And then mm. finally, Foster. Will swing in. Ah, uh, uh, yes. All right. Uh, next round. Still two of them up. They get a nine for initiative. Go ahead, guys. Nine, three, nine, and three. All right. I prefer PCs over NPCs, so go take your nine, Rainier. Okay. Let's. Try and get these guys onto the ground. Fallon's going to charge at them. Miss. Um, Regis is going to step back and uh, go look for a sword. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, Mortimer's got a shovel. <laughs> Whatever Mortimer was swinging with. <laughs> that was a lucky shovel. <laughs> and then Foster's going to take a swipe with his sword. Oh, that'll hit. Which number are you hitting? One or two? One is the one that looks damaged. Um, I think I was on one from the beginning. All right. Wow. There we go. Wow. Yeah, that's dead. <laughs> cool. Good connect. Mm-hmm. So there's one left. Uh, this is the one that uh, was just feasting off of. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it's got a plethora of targets right now, so... Who just uh, killed uh, the first one? Which character was that? That was Foster. Foster launches itself at him. Oh. All right. Well, once again, it doesn't have much of a bite. Um, Can you take two? Yes, I can. All right. Well, let's see what the critical does. Let's see. This is a second here. Absolutely nothing. uh, It's a monster... Use this monster, D6. Okay, so D6, two on the monster chart. Oh, crap. My printed out GM screen did not print out the monster chart. I gotta look it up. 
Let's see, monsters, 376. This is a tome, I tell you. There's yeah. actually a, um, there's a website called uh, People Them With Monsters, and they have a pretty decent uh, sort of quick, uh, rule, uh, quick reference sheet. Yeah, I found it. Uh, here we go. So, regular monster. Uh, what did it roll? Roll to two. Stunning blow. The PC falls to the bottom of the initiative count for the remainder of the battle. So that's that's all that happens to him next week. All right. So that is uh, where the initiative, uh, the threes. Uh, who got the threes? I did. Brian. Uh, go ahead, Brian. All right. Uh, now. There was one monster that was injured and one that... Uh, just uh, one the injured left, one's right? dead. There's just one left. All right, we'll have my group charge that one. Go for it. Right, first with Adric. That'll hit. It hits a four, two. Or, sorry, uh, four. Four, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's damaged, but it's still... Seems wanting to fight. Devin. That'll miss. Uh, Reggie. That'll hit. Except for five. Seven. Oh, it's hanging on by a thread. Come on. Remy, you got this. No, you don't. Oh, roll a d4. A lot of crits and buckles. Yeah. They got 12 PCs. One. Ah, nothing. One doesn't do anything. It just—it's a really silly blow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so the other three, uh, Rainier. Okay. Sorry. Had it on you. I haven't gone. I, I was—I thought I was the other three. Oh, you were the other three. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, right. Joshua. Already, I was like, we're back to the top. Parsnips, <laughs> whipping out the gun. Oh. Uh, Fifteen will hit, right? Uh, fifteen, yeah, it hits. Getting pretty handy with that. And that downs it. <laughs> right through the little mouth. <laughs> but basically, everyone else is stabbing at. There's a big commotion. He walks up, pow! Dead. Yeah, right into the mouth. Right. Double tap. <laughs> Spins both, shoves them in his belt. All right. Uh, <laughs> after the the report of the pistol goes off, it uh, everything seems kind of quiet now. It's going to be impossible to hit this guy. You know that, right? So proud of himself. All right, let's keep moving then. We don't want any more of these things coming out. Uh, Cornelius is taking Mortimer's shovel with a tear in his eye. <laughs> Bring it back to his wife. Parsnip's taking the sword, however. <laughs> I'll stick this with the bad guys. Like Morty didn't. <laughs> what a tool. All right, so you guys head off to the end, uh, the other end here. And so this end uh, is a large domed room. And uh, it looks like it just has crates, uh, strange metallic crates that are just piled up in the room. Uh, the crates are half concealing a long ladder that seems to go up, 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 up. Are there any in the crates? Yeah. Uh, you want to try yeah. and open one? Yeah, sure. It doesn't seem to be any locks, and they seem to be like you push one over, and there's definitely stuff in it, and you hear it rattle around, but you don't see any like seam or hinge. Huh. How do you try and open it? Sure. 
there any kind of Cornelius is going to whack it with a shovel. But <laughs> yeah, you whack at it a bit, and uh, eventually you do see that uh, uh, the, there is a top. It's a very, very thin uh, seal on it. And, but once you get that seal ruptured, it seems to just pop off as if it were some pressure behind it. Uh, and inside are strange tubes, metal tubes. They have uh, uh, little, little. You you would uh, you would think they look like vials, like glass vials, except for these are made out of metal. With what little stoppers at the end? Yeah, little stoppers on the end. And there's How also big? a strange device that looks something like your um, uh, like your flintlocks. Hmm. Uh, also metal. It looks like uh, you could drop one of these cylinders in it. Huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Parsnip's eyes just go wide. Hey, Parsnip's our uh, sharpshooter so far, so if it is remotely anything like a gun, he should probably take it. My luck modifier applies to my ranged attacks. So yeah, <laughs> yep, that's in the first creek that you pop open. If no one argues, Parsnip's will carry as many as he can then. Uh, we can keep popping these things open then. There's about ten of them in here of various oh. different sizes. Some of them are really large. Uh, some of them are smaller. Let's focus on the smaller ones because we still have to move out. Yeah. These guys may still be coming in after us. That's probably a good idea. Then we'll smash up the little ones. All right. There's two smallish ones. Uh, smash those open, and inside are well, they are gems, brightly colored gems, purples and oh. greens. Right into the bags. Yeah, right into the bag. They are uncut. You know, they haven't been worked. Uh, scoop up the loot. Yep. Yep. All right. So All right. Go for the bigger ones now. <laughs> yeah, watch. Well, smash one open. There's some sort of massive monster in there. How <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Whack. Ah, <laughs> oh, who knew? Um, I'll, I'll take one of the... I mean, they don't have any uh, sort of... Universal warning signs on them, do they? I <laughs> know they're all uh, no labels on them at all. Smash them open then. All right, smash the big ones open. Uh, the big ones seem to contain their uh, their uh, little uh, like uh, suitcase looking things. They've got a big button on the side. Uh, who wants to press a button? <laughs> Cornelius will go in a corner away from everyone else because he's conscientious. <laughs> And we'll hit a button. All right. Uh, I'll case, the, button. the suitcase pops open uh, with a pressurized hissing sound. Ah! And it expands out into uh, something that resembles like a, a rowboat. Oh. Except there's no oars. There's like a little handle in the back that you can move up and down, side to side. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Could we take this? I mean... I'll poke at it. Does it is it floating or is it kind of just on the ground? Uh, well, right now it's just on the ground, but there are a couple of buttons uh, on the dash. Cornelius, you're having pretty good luck there. Keep pushing buttons. I'll keep pushing buttons. <laughs> Give me a luck roll. Yeah. You don't want under your current luck. What you do? Uh, yeah, you figure it out. It, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, you push one button, and it levitates up over the ground. Uh, you have to be sitting in it to kind of push the buttons. Uh, you push another one, and uh, there's a... Uh, a shimmering in the air uh, around you, and when you kind of reach out to touch it, it's kind of firm like glass. You push the button again, and it goes away. And then you find that these uh, 
The other buttons open up another, uh, like a joystick, like that one room did. They pop oh, out. Oh, I'm really good at the joysticks. Yeah, and you've got, you've got a little control. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it seats about, you know, you could probably cram four or five people in here. Nice. Okay. Is there a button to fold it back up, maybe? Yeah, that's. Uh, yep, yep. Just don't be, sit, don't be sitting in it when you press that button. Oh, good idea. <laughs> uh, how, how many of these, uh, folding hover boats are there? Three. Hey, one Perfect. for each. There you go. Perfect. Hey, I like this. Well, we have our way out of here. Well, maybe. I don't know if these will get up off the, uh, out of the, the problem's getting out of the crater. Right, right. Of course, well, there's this ladder. ladder. Oh, yeah. Well, let's climb the ladder then. Are there any other exits out of here? Uh, no, this looks like it. Yes, uh, How many of these the quote, quote, vials am I able to tote around? Uh, there are 10 vials. I'm taking them. Maybe you want to test that first before we get into any combat situations. Well, if we find a nice open area, <laughs> I could lob some. Well, no, there might be bad guys coming down the way we came down. All right. All right. Let's. Uh... I could lob it into their nest, but we'll worry about that later. All right. The suitcases are a little heavy, uh, so climbing up a stair with them will be difficult unless you've got a strength. Uh, if you've got a strength bonus, you can manage one. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Rick will carry it then. Yeah, well, I'll have Reggie carry mine. Yep. If you've got three people with strength bonuses, not an issue. Oh, yeah. All right, who's first up the ladder? I'll send, Ad I'll send Adric up. Okay. Uh, Adric, you come to the top. Uh, it's uh, it's just a, a plain steel uh, panel. Uh, you got to push up to it, and when your palm touches it, it kind of lights up, and there's this pressurized uh, sound again, uh, and it pops open, slides back. You stick your head out, and you're back on the surface again. Uh, you are, if you look at the top of the map here, uh, you pop out right about here. Is that... You look at the top of the latch, and it has, uh, it's got, it looks like the surface of the, the moon on it. So it's, uh, it's been, it's a false door, a hidden door. Oh. oh so okay. you guys are over here on this hill, and the ship is down over here. Okay, that's outside of the crater? Outside of the crater. Ah, oh, very good. And then uh, on the far side of the crater here, where uh, the pirate ship was, can we see them? Yes, can you can. Yes, them? you can. There are still, uh, there looks to be about six, uh, six men that are pulling, uh, pulling off injured people uh, from the now flaming wreckage of their ship. About how far away? Oh, let's see. What have I got to scale that? Uh, half mile? We could do a uh, flyby on the boats. We really want to try and attack them. They attacked us. We need revenge for our pit, and now we can leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the range is on this thing here. I'll find hey, out. This is the perfect opportunity. I'll Point find out. Worst case scenario, I miss wildly. Blow <laughs> us all up. And they're half a mile away. <laughs> all right, you're gonna try the gun. Yeah, I'm gonna put the uh, one, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> put one of these vials into the tube. Sure. Yeah, you drop and it in. Uh, kind of, and like try and like uh, you know get a nice little. You know, arc going. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And trying uh, to launch it at the uh, launch it at the bad guys. Uh, sure. Desperately scrambling to get their wounded and injured off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Best way a, to hit targets with the injured. Give nope. me a D. Let's see. Hold on a second. Let me check something here. You know what's going to end up with a day with a rescue party. What's that? I said you know what's going to end up with oh, a yeah, day with yeah. a rescue party. They wouldn't have to kill them. They should have been born beastmen. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So I guess 
Parsnips is going with chaos, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go ahead and uh, give me a D16 roll. Let's just see how you roll. Add my uh, modifier yeah. for range? Add your normal range modifier. That's a 10. Okay. Uh yeah, it definitely is, is a is is a gun. Uh, there's a there's a, the air around the front of the gun just heats up, and I mean you sm- smell like a just very hot uh, boiling air, and uh, there's a bright bolt that comes out of the end of the gun. Uh, however, it falls far short of uh, what you were aiming at. Nice, but there's no explosions or anything. It's just a blank nope. bolt. No, just a superheated bit of air that came out of the front of it, and. Like a... It's got a bit of range, but not half mile. <laughs> well, he it, tested used, it. it used up the vial that I put in there? No, no. It seems to have used up some of the vial. Oh, okay. Oh. Ah, all right. It's not a rocket launcher, then, but it's something else. Okay. Yeah, put the safety on that. Let's get out of here. Safety? What? <laughs> or, uh, I mean, uh, don't huh? point it towards us. Oh, sorry. What? This? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a trigger. Stop. What? Oh. <laughs> Over the shoulder. There you go. Now, you guys have quite a bit of uh, rock between you and them, so, I mean, you can sneak around quite easily over here if you want to do things without being in the line of sight. Yeah, uh, yeah you've also got elevation on them, too. Uh, they seem to be more concerned about getting people off the shift before it burns down. We could attack, or we could just pop our boats and fly off towards the light side of the moon. I like that second option. Yeah, let's let's bug out of here. They might have quest levels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, bug off on your uh, little skimmers. Uh, yeah, they, they in fact, don't uh, float very far off the surface, uh, but they are quite speedy, and you essentially uh, head for the sun, <laughs> head for the sunlight, uh, and you will arrive at the Perilous League headquarters, having completed <laughs> a small adventure uh, before joining. Right. Uh, so all your surviving characters will, in fact, get 10 experience points. They have survived wow. one dungeon. Awesome. Uh, so you may uh, figure out what classes you want to give them. And your training will commence at the Perilous League as they train you for your classes. Great. How many? How many we only lost two people, didn't we? Yeah. Two yeah. and one injured. Not bad. Not at all. Not at all. Yep. Uh, so some things that you uh, circumvented there is, uh, yeah, if you attack the robots, you definitely have lost several more. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, parling with them, yes, convincing them that you weren't uh, weren't uh, intentional intruders. They just leave you alone. Actually, you could have got them to defend uh, defend you against the uh, uh, the invasive species if had had you asked. Hmm. Uh, going down the little tunnels. Uh, would have gotten everyone killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems likely. He figures that. Engaging the pirates would have been a tough battle, but they're uh, while they're not zero levels, they're not very high. Uh, you know, it's basically a scrub clue that took a took a pot shot at uh, they knew to be a pretty much non uh, defending ship coming into uh, their range. So uh, overall, it could have been much worse. Uh, you guys took some good options to mm-hmm. minimize. <laughs> Minimize death. That was a good choice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you guys have a, a little box full of jewels that uh, will be worth some money uh, after you sell them to the right people. <laughs> yeah. Now it's finding the right people. Well, you know, the Paris League themselves will have uh, 
a nice little place for that. Cool. All right. Well, uh, hopefully that was enjoyable. There <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Anybody got any ideas as to what kind of classes they're looking at? You uh, don't ha- need to tell me now. I mean, you can update it on the... Halfling's going to be Halfling. Wolfric's yep. going to yep. go Warrior. And then uh, Cornelius is going to go Psychic Knight. Nice. Okay. Yeah, definitely uh, Dwarf and Halfling for Azure and Remy. Uh, probably a Warrior for Reggie, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Devin. I'll probably do uh, um, either a Cleric or a Warrior with Foster. Um, maybe a Wizard with Regis. And then Fallon is probably going to be a Warrior. Alright, sounds good. You guys will get uh, maximum hit dice for first level. After that, you have to roll every level, but I'll give you a maximum for first. All right. Uh, So those whatever hit dice uh, that you get for your class is added onto your current. So it's it's an addition to... Well, so I have a question about um, after we're done with this, uh, Mm -hmm. or once we've gotten to first level. Are we going to be doing uh, first level games with all of our characters, or are we going to have like a rotating roster of people coming in and out? I, uh, I what I thought we'd do is you choose the first level character you want to use, and then your other characters will earn half the experience your core one does. So when yeah. they die, the next one won't be so far behind. Right. Good if idea. you guys are good with that. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so we still have some interest in playing then. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Uh, well, uh, look on the doodle thing for, I think, is it the 30th that everybody else can play again? It's like two weeks from now or something like that, yeah. Okay. Alrighty, guys. Uh, we'll just post on the forums how you want to build your guys and which one's going to be your primary, and, uh, great to play again. If we can, uh, if we can get another, uh, person or two in, that would be cool. I, I don't like groups larger than four. Really? Out. Yeah. Uh, so if I can get one more person, that would be cool. If not, I'm glad to run for three. Okay. Great. All right, Great. All right guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening.